Okay. All right. Hey everyone, it's Robin. You're listening to the Early Robin Gets the Worm podcast, where I usually talk about self-betterment and how to live life well. But today, if you'll let me, I'm going to get on my sentimental soapbox. It is 12.49 a.m., the morning of July 6th here in Korea. This is a special night because it is my last here before we move to Denver, Colorado. Um, Pretty crazy to think we've actually been here for two years, but I would just like to take this opportunity to reflect on my time here in Korea. If not for anyone listening, then for myself to have this on record. To begin with, as I mentioned, we have been here for two years, so we came in 2020 in the thick of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I think, honestly, when we heard we were coming to Korea, it was ultra exciting because in the past we have been stationed in Japan, which was such an awesome experience because being overseas was really exciting. And we also, by the way, are Korean. Our family is Korean-American. So this was kind of a a thrilling thought that we'd be coming back and um, coming back to our roots and getting to experience this. But honestly, the experience was a little underwhelming, at least at the beginning, because as soon as we got here, we were put on a bus, um, transported to this parking lot where they had a makeshift COVID testing site, and they dropped that long swab into our noses, probably like up to our brains. It felt like it was very painful. And then for 14 full days, our six person family put in a temporary lodging suite on base um, in this very, very humid Korean summer, getting no outdoor time except for um, a little like taped off outdoor space. It was a tiny square basically in the backyard of this lodging. and. So as you can imagine, we were going a little bit stir crazy, but that was kind of our first um, half a month here in Korea. And even though we did get let out after that, of course, I will say that was kind of a glimpse into the reality for our remaining time here. Just the fact that I think there was a lot that we could have experienced and that we could have gotten to enjoy here, but maybe that was dampened or that potential was lost just because of the nature of coronavirus and how everybody needs to be cautious. And this country specifically was being very cautious these two years. Of course, that's great and all props to them, but it's just um, somewhat unfortunate timing for us to get assigned here. But anyways, what I mentioned about just a lot of restrictions there at the beginning of our assignment here it would be on and off of when we could actually be allowed to eat out at restaurants which of course you would expect is a huge part of the experience coming for the food and there were periods when we were allowed to and then when we totally weren't and we couldn't even um, go to any off-base restaurant or sit down i remember we even went to a bakery and they had a little table and chairs not even because you're dining in or anything it was just to uh, sit and lounge while you're I don't know resting or whatnot but even that we were scared because just uh, rules were so strict back then and we were afraid of the uh, repercussions of all that but anyways there was even a point where when we could eat at restaurants the maximum party limit was like a party of four 
And so even though my six-person family is obviously all related and we could show our American IDs with the name and we all basically have the same face, um, they still wouldn't take that because there was the risk of the business owners being reported by other customers who see them letting us sit together. So they said, unless you have Korean documentation, which by the way, you can't get as an American citizen, um, you can't sit together as a family. And so that was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> felt pretty restrictive. And then for me personally, just as Robin in this family, I kind of have a negative association when I think of my time spent here in Korea with my family because it just gives me war flashbacks to Zoom University. I am in college right now doing an engineering major, so a lot of STEM intensive classes. And during my sophomore year, which is notorious for being uh, your difficult, not quite intro, but not quite major classes. And so those difficult ones, and I was having to do them all over Zoom University, which in itself was already so draining, right? Just staring at the screen all day. But add on to that the time difference of being here. We're, I think, 16 hours ahead of uh, my school, which is in Seattle. Also, all my memories of being here were pretty much just staring at my laptop screen, doing this online school at the same spot in my room, shut in all day, every day, because there was nothing else to do. I, a big part of Korean culture here is the amazing cafes, but I couldn't even do that for a lot of my time here because of the restrictions. For context, I was kind of in and out from Korea because I was here from August 2020 when my family first moved here to spring of the next year, which is when I went back to school as I needed to be in person for some military training. And then I came back for the summer, went back for school this past academic year, came back for winter break, went back, and now I'm here for this summer. But as I mentioned, we're about to move to Colorado. So... Needless to say, there was a lot of going back and forth. My family has this joke that every time I'm here, that's when everything shuts down because as soon as I leave, restrictions loosen, and then there were a lot of experiences that I missed. Um because my family could finally do it. And as soon as I come back, it's like COVID spikes again. Um, but it's okay. Thankfully, this summer when I came back, uh, things were quite a lot better and more lax. And so this summer, I felt like in the past two or three weeks that I've been back home, I've experienced probably way more than I ever did in the year and a half cumulatively that I've spent um, since 2020 besides that. But that's okay, because that will kind of go into this last part of the episode where I'd like to reflect on what I have come to love and appreciate about Korea. I know I've been talking about all these frustrating things in my experience, but honestly, it really does have to do with just the unfortunate timing that we've gotten here. But there is so much good that I've seen and that I've come to appreciate. First of all, such rich culture and history Obviously, there's a lot more here than in America, let's say, just because of how long the country has been around. And it's just, I'm, I'm honestly, like, I'm not really the type of person who likes history museums or anything. I find them quite dry and kind of useless. I'm going to get hate for that. But I usually don't enjoy it. But I've started to appreciate it more because it really, you could see how the history of this country has bled into even modern culture and the way that people compose themselves. So I think that's really awesome. Second of all, it is so vibrant and exciting here. 
there's so much to see and so much to do when you're here not during COVID and so much to buy. Um, this is, I mean, compared to America, a much smaller country, but I think that really makes you feel all the excitement because everything is kind of packed into one place. And so as you're walking around in one of the more major cities, there are just districts of all kinds of shops that have all kinds of things. Uh, of course, food is a huge thing here. There is such good food and it's not just one or two boring dishes, but there's so much variety. And there are these cool delivery services here. In the States, you'd have to pay so much to use, I don't know, up and coming programs like Uber Eats or what's the other one? GoPuff. One time I paid way too much to get a contacts case delivered to me at midnight. But here, for maybe the equivalent of a few bucks, you can get almost anyone to deliver you almost anything, even if it's from like a rug store. These delivery people will go grab that rug from the store and they will deliver it to you or they'll deliver your gift to somebody even across the country or something. And a lot of these delivery people tend to be on their motorcycles because they can just weave in and out of traffic. It's actually kind of problematic. They don't follow any traffic rules. I will just put that out there. But it is quite cool that there is all that convenience and everything just at your fingertips here. Getting into the deeper side, though, just um, looking at the people of Korea, and I say that as if I'm not one, but I feel like sometimes I am an outsider just being a Korean-American who doesn't even speak Korean. But I think the people here are very considerate and very thoughtful. And I think actually that is uh, as a whole, maybe an Asian thing. I feel like Asians are very considerate and thoughtful just in everything, whether it's how they treat people or how they run things, even small things like how at the salon, they're going to put a towel over your face or at the dentist, they'll even put a tissue over your face so that you don't have to experience any discomfort. Um, that's actually probably a weak example, but it's the first one that comes to mind because I just got my hair done. Uh, also, it's a funny thing. The Koreans here, this is opposite from the aforementioned experience in Japan, um, where I feel like everybody's super polite and kind of almost tiptoeing on eggshells, like in the name of being polite. But here I've noticed it's very tough or rough love if you can understand the language and uh, even experience the mannerisms of the people. A lot of times these older Korean citizens, um, their tone of voice sounds like they're maybe even angry or upset with you. But honestly, the, I think the whole nature of it is they're just being straightforward with you. They're just calling your crap, but then also really taking care of you. And I feel like Koreans very fiercely love. Uh, a big thing that our family has experienced is the relationship that we've actually established with a lot of local business owners. Because even when we go to a restaurant a few times, these people remember us and they'll be very friendly to us. And once we build relationships and they learn about our unique um, background as a Korean-American military family in the U.S. Air Force, then there's attachment. And in this last week, as we've been having our final meals at certain spots, uh, they've been doing nice things like coming up to us with uh, like free soda, which they call service, which just means that they're giving it to you for free as a treat, basically. We got uh, free ice cream at one place before we left and took pictures with the owners and everything and I think that finally kind of shook me awake right as we were about to leave I've maybe spent a lot of time 
complaining sort of about my somewhat negative experience here in Korea, not realizing all the while the sweet kind of silver linings that there were. And that's not to invalidate the, I guess, watered down experience, if you will, that I and my family have had here. But I think there was still a lot to love that I am now starting to realize. So even though, of course, there is a tiny bit of regret that, oh, I wish I had thought of these things earlier, it's still a sweet memory. And so there's not much you can do about it. So what I should be doing, hopefully I will, is that as we're leaving this place, I'll just reflect on the sweet memories and keep it in mind and hope as I continue to move throughout my life, take this lesson of appreciating these things in the moment rather than in retrospect. And then I'll just take this to our new destination in Colorado and hope that um, I experience and appreciate things as they come. So uh, it's 1.04 a.m. here now. I should probably go to bed, but I don't think I want to. I'm such a night owl. I'm probably going to stay up editing for freakishly long, not even because it needs to be, but just actually it does need to be, but not, not to the extent that I do it, but just because I become A, a perfectionist, but B, I think I'm also really enjoying this. And this uh, passion project of a podcast has really kept me occupied and sane in these, this last week or so when we've really been transitioning between homes. But anyways, if you listened, thank you. Hopefully you just got uh, like a unique perspective on what this experience has been like, but if not, I'm talking to myself, me, myself, and I. Thanks for listening, Robin. Okay, bye. <laughs>